What's up, y'all? And welcome back to Danny's Talk. I'm your host, Robert. And today, today we're going to be diving into volume one of Sora and the House of Monsters. Now, this is one that I have been highly anticipating coming out because I heard about it like a little over a year ago and went and looked up a little bit of it online, checked out like the first chapter or so and loved what I saw, loved what I read. And not long after that, Seven Seas announced that they had picked up the rights to uh, to print it. And so here we are a year later um, with the English volume out. And the story and art of this is done by Hidenori Yamaji. Now, first of all, this is a very awesome cover because it makes you, at least for me, ask a lot of questions of like, okay, what is this? What is going on in this picture? And so basically the story behind this is that you follow this young lady named Sora who was an orphan girl. She was brought in and raised by knights in order to train to fight monsters when she becomes old enough to join the war and stuff. Well, years later, through all this training and hardship, she's super strong. She's ready for battle. And it is announced that, hey, the war is over. You know, there's no more fighting with the monsters. They've The monsters have, you know, decided to, hey, they don't want no more fighting. And now Sora's life purpose is just tossed out the window. And so she then pretty much begins to roam the land in order to search for a new purpose for life. And she ends up stumbling across these three dwarves who are architects and here's a sh shot of the three dwarves with their uh their leader in the middle Kirik. and so basically these guys are on a mission to provide and build cus custom houses for various monsters and stuff they requested and stuff and the reason behind this was basically during all the fighting and stuff with the humans one thing that the monsters continuously noticed and admired was the humans living situation because most of the monsters had never even thought about that they're just like hey wherever i can find a place to lay my head at night a cave you know within a tree whatever that's cool but as they got to see how humans and stuff were living they began to admire their way of life and that's what leads to what's going on now and so pretty much the story follows Sora joining up with these dwarves as they travel around doing various requests for different creatures and stuff. And so one of the cool things that I love, because obviously, um, and I can't remember if I mentioned this or not, but, but one of the dope things I enjoy of this is the art and the detail of it and how they do a very detailed breakdown in a fun way of the situation and what's going on so like for example the first monsters that they build a, a new or they renovate a new house for is some goblins and so they kind of give a rundown and even give you a detailed image of what the goblins current living situation is with notes and stuff as uh, of the living space as well as notes for what the monsters themselves are and you kind of go through the chapter or whatever, getting detailed information on what the 
like basically what the complaints are of the monsters, what are they looking and hoping to uh, to fix? Because I did this is an example of uh, of what the stuff of the goblins looks like. You know, the pointy rocks and the dirty floors and all this stuff. And it's just pretty dope, kind of getting to see them walk through this process, them doing the teardown or the remodeling or however they do it for, because each creature and stuff in each request is different. And then you also get this very beautifully detailed, finished look of like, hey, here's the before, here's the after. Once again, with all the detailed information as far as like, hey, here's all the changes. Here's why they did this, why they did that. Here's how they solved whatever problems or complaints that the various monsters and stuff had. And it's just a very just heartwarming thing to see because, like I said, for the most part, in a lot of these series, it's like, oh, you hear about goblins and different monsters and stuff. It's all about killing and fighting and destruction. And no. Now, yes, there is some action and stuff, whatever, but the focal point of this, I would say, is kind of more of like a slice of life in a way. Uh, I guess maybe like, like a slice of life coming of age kind of mixture thing going on. Uh, and yeah, it, it is just very beautiful. And like, so this is probably one of the most infamous or like images that have gone over, gone, gone around just this shot of uh, Kirik admiring his work and the goblins just jumping for joy and rejoicing at their new home and stuff like that. And so that is honestly like, like, like the most exciting thing about reading this that I'm curious about going forward because um, I won't spoil all the monsters and stuff in this one, but I did enjoy the other couple of monsters that they covered in this volume and how they addressed their various uh, concerns and stuff for the living situations and stuff. And so they this volume also kind of uh, ended on a little bit of a cliffhanger for the monster that they're going to be helping out or, or i guess like the monster request that they're going to be diving into in the next volume though of course volume two isn't coming out until february of next year so it's a very long wait but i am very much looking forward to it. but um but yeah sora and the house of monsters is something very cool very unique and one that i definitely highly recommend like i say if you're looking for something a little bit more chill with some beautiful art and just something with a sense of wonder because like i said you're just always curious to figure out what they're going to do next and to see like okay who's the next monster that's going to request something what problem they're going to encounter and all those various things and stuff so but um but yeah so sora and the house of monsters this is another cool one, like so I'm very happy to add to my shelf, to my collection that I am uh, looking forward to uh, to talking about more in the future. And yeah, just the art and stuff, even on the back, is just like very beautiful and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, very dope series. Um, and I'm also looking forward to seeing uh, Sora continue to grow because obviously she's been trained her whole life to fight and hunt and kill monsters. And so kind of having to get over those perceptions and stuff. Because even the dwarves and stuff kind of call her out like, man, he kind of, you know, showing a little bit of prejudice here, man. And, you know, and the way she's talking and trying to attack the monsters and stuff on sight. And they're like, whoa, man, you need to, you need to slow your roll, man. You know, you kind of, uh, 
your racism is showing. <laughs> but uh, but real talk, uh, Soren, the House of Monsters. Let me know if you've checked it out or if it's one that you're interested in checking out. Um, like I said, beautiful series, wholesome series. And we'll see where this goes. But that's going to be all for this one. Thank you so much for watching and or listening. You can catch me everywhere at Danny's to Talk. And I'll catch you in the next one. Y'all be easy. Peace.